Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. My name is Elvis. Where it has to be said. Yeah, where it has to be said. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm Denise. Yeah. This is second take. This is second take for this one. Yes, because as I shared in Instagram, you know, I may have played around a little bit with the uh, mixer. It's crazy because every time we mess up on the audio or something like that, it's because you were playing around with the not, setting. <laughs> not every time. Uh, not every 99% time. 99% of the time. Not every yeah. time. Anyways, we're Paper, finally let, here. Let's talk. Let's finally. It only took him about a month. <laughs> so are we blaming me already immediately? Okay. So the technical difficulties, will put it on me. Mm-hmm. And the lack in recordings, we'll put it on Elvis. Okay. No, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. That's Thank okay. You. So, I Merry don't necessarily Chris- agree, but go ahead. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, yes. First recording of 2024. 24. We're excited. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be here. <laughs> are you so cheesy? Nothing. Here we are. Anyways, so today we're going to talk about parenting. Um, usually every new year, you know, most people have like new year's goals resolutions vision boards you know lose weight go to the gym yeah personal goals you know family goals life goals you know goals 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 right that's that's the point um but i think that we actually this month had a little like parenting like moment right where we had to like have a family meeting or whatever so i'm like oh let's talk about that right um, I think that something we can agree on is that we strive to be better parents. Absolutely. Um, you know, every day that we can do better. It's not we easy. Try. It's not easy. It's not. It, and, it's, you know, it's crazy part is that one thing that you can't just like, okay, I don't want to be a father anymore. I don't want to be a mother. That's it. You know, I'm going to stop parenting. Forget about yeah, it. You no, know? We, we can't do it. I mean, you can, but then you'll, you shouldn't. you'll fall in the neglectful parenting style right um so we're gonna talk about parenting there is four types of parenting styles so i am gonna briefly um say them and you know research basically suggests that knowing these styles are important because it can have an impact on on a child's growth right whether emotional physical um developmental and, and behaviorally right so how we parent how we interact with our children matters Mm -hmm. it's the first interaction and relationship a child comes to know absolutely your parent um and in the next week's episode we're gonna see me and and our guests talk about the lack of having a a father in our lives um so it'll show a little bit of the impact in that episode but you know it's it's clear whatever interaction we have has some form of effect in our lives it shapes us absolutely right um, I think that after a while, the after after a certain age, though, it becomes where it's like, all right, you got to make a decision. Are you going to continue carrying with what mom and dad did or didn't do? And or are you going to make a change for yourself? Right. You got to change the narrative of your story at some point. Um, but I think this is information that's important to know. Right. So there's four types of parenting styles. Um, and. You know, we all have different kids, so it might work a little differently, right? So there's the neglectful, <clears throat> right, which is an absent parent or someone not willing to do very close to anything. 
or someone that's indifferent to their kid is more like the you're on your own mentality, right? We're not going to really focus on that today. Um, then there's like the permissive parent. This is like, you know, there's inconsistent rules and expectations. Um, and you kind of have that like, let's be friends mentality. And what happens is that sometimes your children end up being more impulsive and aggressive and have very low expectations um, because there there was never really like limits and structure. Mm -hmm. um, then there is the authoritarian. Um, and that's more of like you have very strict rules with no explanation. Like it's because I said so. Sometimes you, you try to control um, your kids uh, behavior through maybe harsh criticism a sarcasm and this often creates like your kid to maybe rebel um has struggles with making decisions for themselves and even have low self-esteem and then there is authoritative um and this is uh, a parent who provides like a nurturing um atmosphere like they have rules right you have rules you set boundaries but you allow your kid to make decisions within that space of of boundaries and limits that you set um, and it's more of like, let's talk about it kind of mm -hmm. mentality. And this helps create like a mutual respect in the relationship and helps the child learn to judge situations for themselves, set up, be successful at making decisions um, as they grow older. Now, of the three, because we're not even going to count neglectful, um, where do you think you find yourself at? Well, now I know. <laughs> now, now I know. Actually, you didn't even say that. Well, basically, what we did is we took the, this questionnaire and then um, we asked our daughter, our oldest, to kind of answer herself and to then edit, yeah. to edit it. And she had a lot of correction on hers. <laughs> um, I probably had like two correction on mine. I was very honest. I think I scored myself below what I should have because she kept on saying, "Daddy was so honest. It's so honest." And and that paper has a lot of corrections, man. So nothing. Based on the score that we yeah, got. I know who's the favorite for Ellie. Excuse me. I'll let you speak. Um, so based on the, the scoring that we got for hers, um, yeah, we have here the scoring. Yeah, so what's your top parenting style of the three? Which is the top one? Um, where does that say? An author authoritative parent style authoritative i got a 3.8 on that one nice. that's the highest one nice i got a 4.8 on that one uh -huh. oh man look <laughs> at you and then your second one it's the obviously authoritarian i got like a 2.23 yeah i got a 2.6 this is out of five and okay. then permissive i got a, a two yeah, so I also got, it's crazy. I got a tool too. It's like we're not trying to be cool, you know. Like <laughs> yeah. I love you, but it's crazy because I see those type of relationships and not to criticize, but I'm like I'm not gonna do that because I mean then they start stepping over you like crazy. It's I, like yeah. It, it, I remember there was one time should I throw her under the bus or I shouldn't? No, I'm not gonna throw her under the bus. That's forget it, forget it. I'm not gonna say anything. Nothing. She oh, saw, like an example? Yeah, example. Uh, um, Her and her friends, uh, I'm not going to say exactly what happened, but her and her friends, this happened last year, Um, they all asked me as a group, there was like 12 of them, and they were like, hey, listen, could you lie to the other parent and tell them oh, that yeah. they're going to be with you? I said like, no, I'm not going to lie to the other parent. If I say I'm going to be with you guys, then 
I hold responsibility, but they felt so cool with me yeah. that they thought, I said, no, no, yeah. I'm a parent myself. I'm not going to do that. So it's like, if you don't draw that line of, of what friendship is and, and, you know, what's your role as a father or a mother, they're going to think we're so cool that we can even lie together. We could do our, our own things together. No, I'm like, no. Yeah, I see that a lot at work. Like, I see parents that try, and I under I can see why you try to be permissive um, because you kind of want to keep an open relationship where the kid is able to come to you for anything. Mm-hmm. Um but then the danger lies is that, okay, I don't want you coming to me for it. I don't want you being honest about all this craziness that you're, you're doing, you know, these, you know, bizarre behaviors. Like, I don't, you know, like at this, at a certain age. Um, so I think that it's, you got to find a balance in how much you're allowing mm-hmm. to do for your child to do that is in an appropriate time and setting. Right. And I think that is very hard for this generation because. They're so much, they're like two years advanced. Mm-hmm. Like my theory is like what these 14, these 13 and 14 year olds are doing, people around me or even myself were doing at maybe 15, 16 and even 17, right? Now these kids are, I have done it all. Like it's, it is rare when you meet a child that hasn't either smoked some type of substance, has seen some type of substance, has had sex, mm-hmm. um, has saw pornography like it's just so many things that they're so exposed to now and and do and it's just normalized um and if you don't have a grip as a parent you're gonna lose your kid yeah yeah they gotta there gotta be um number one there has to be some type of boundaries Mm -hmm. and number two they i'm a firm believer of learning from home if you don't teach your kids right and, and um we we're, I feel like that's our responsibility as parents. We teach our kids so much of don't do this, don't do that. Uh, but we should explain a little bit more what are the consequences if you have that, right? If you drink and you drive, this is what happens. If mm-hmm. you smoke, um, if you have friends that have drugs and you guys get pulled over, who's going to take responsibility if you guys all get pulled over? Yeah. Um, uh, if you take these drugs or these drugs, what are the consequences, right? If you take a drink from a stranger and all of a sudden you feel dizzy, what's going to happen to you, right? If you don't teach them that and leave that seed in, in, in their mind, when the day comes and, it, and it's introduced to them, right? Mm-hmm. It could be drugs. It could be exposure to something. Whatever it is, um, they're going to be like, ah, this is just an extra thing to do. Versus, wait, I remember mommy or papi, they said don't do this because of this, yeah. right? So if we don't teach them, we can't expect them to figure it out on themselves, right? And then if they do something and we never really educated them on that side of things, you can't be mad at them necessarily, yeah. right? Because they're just going based on what their friends do. Half of these kids, they go based on everything that what their friends do. No, my friend is doing it. Oh, yeah, that's normal. Oh, you know, we could do it. It doesn't matter. So yeah. our job is to really teach them what's wrong and what's right and, and what are the consequences if you do choose to do the wrong thing. And that's the difference between authoritative and authoritarian style, right? Because the authoritarian is like, don't do drugs. Don't have sex. Don't do this. It's a lot of don't, 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 right? Yes. And the first thing you're going to want to do is do, do, do or or inquire about it, right? Versus when you're taking that authoritative side where it's like, listen, this is all accessible to you. 
but this is what can happen. Yeah. And, and you know, it's like the Bible says that everything is available to me, but not everything is beneficial to me. Absolutely. And that's the part that we have to, like, teach our kids because, honestly, after a certain age, developmentally, peer influence is the highest. So starting around, like, age 11 or 12, I think, that's when you're more influenced by your peers than even at home, fa like, home factors. Mm -hmm. um, so adolescence is a very tough time because you're is a constant battle between what you're trying to teach and instruct and guide plus what they're also learning no. and seeing and experiencing and, outside and i feel like ultimately we should be realistic right because they're gonna decide either to do right or do wrong like it's it, it's not that you failed as a parent it's not that you, your kids are dumb right we can't think that way uh, we all make mistakes even as adults we still continue mm -hmm. to make mistakes um, so I feel like the grace that we want upon ourselves, we should always give to our kids as yeah. well, right? Because that's also a perfect example of grace, of teaching your kids. Listen, we make mistakes as adults also. So more or less, you're going to make mistakes being a youth as well. So it's like we kind of have to teach everything, right? It's almost like we're, we're like everyday basis. We're teaching mm -hmm. them something new. And going back to a point that you said that, oh, we want them always to come to us. As much as your buddy buddy with your kids, they're not always going to go to you for everything. They're not. Mm -hmm. You could be strict. You could be whatever it is. They're just not going to go to you for everything. And that's all right. Yeah. You're right. You, you did not fail as a parent because they don't go for you for everything. Now, if you didn't knock on that door as a parent and be like, hey, listen, how's your day? Has anything changed? How are you feeling? How's your mood? What's going on in school? How's going on with your friends? Learn your, your 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 kids' friends' names. Yeah. Hey, listen, what's going on with this person? Hey, I haven't heard this name lately. What, right? We we always try to know I the know. names. It's hard because and they change like every two no, weeks. No, that's another point. <laughs> oh, wait, this name, I haven't heard it. What? Who's this person that yeah. you're talking about, right? If we don't do that part, and again, it's a lot of responsibilities, but welcome to being a father or mother, right? Um, They're not going to give us this information, so it's really our job to try to get as much information and, and be ready for them to kind of be hesitant if you never do that. Yeah. Right? If, if, if you don't have the, this normal conversation with them, right? Because we do it randomly. We'll go to her room and be like, yo, what's going on, mm -hmm. right? Like, hey, you know, you in love? Who's this? Who's <laughs> that? Right? We just go very random and, and very, like, we, we truly want to know and we want to be present, right? Because if something... If they're going through something, because they also have, uh, um, you know, their day by day, yeah. of if they're going through something, we want to make sure that we're there to to kind of be their backbone on things. That's it. Yeah, I remember when I was younger, when Ellie was smaller and she was entering like elementary and all that. A friend of mine at the time, she's still a friend. Um, she she had advised me to like when she is talking about her day and stuff that all that like dumb drama and just mm -hmm. yapping just listen absolutely be invested yeah um because a lot comes out of that and it also goes to show that you're interested mm -hmm. versus like oh i don't have time for this or i don't want to hear about it or not care for about it then they're not gonna go to you mm -hmm. um for everything and you know it's not to say that it's it's always like that right because i think we have times where it's like we gotta pull teeth sometimes or i gotta be inspector gadget to get things out of ellie um but i think that as time has passed, we've gotten better mm -hmm. in communicating with her and kind of learning with her. Like, you know, especially when you have your first kid, 
you're learning everything no. with yeah. that one kid, right? So for us, and we've spoken it about before in other episodes, not only were we trying to navigate the parenting thing, but we were also trying to navigate the marriage thing, mm-hmm. um, which being married and then coming into having a, a kid immediately is a lot, and it pulls a strain in your relationship, but we can talk about that another time. Um, plus... At the age we were, we were still trying to figure out who we were. Like, developmentally, we still mentally were not fully developed yet and at that age. So it's all those factors. And we have to, like, kind of give ourselves grace because they don't know that. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they don't have that perspective to understand and say, oh, my mom was growing too. My dad was growing too. Um, so understanding that we're playing with so many different pieces while trying to understand and learn parenting and there there's great resources there's great books and there's great assessments and there's great information which is good to read and get and, and get educated but nothing beats the experience mm-hmm. i think that's when you learn more right when it's trial and error when you're having those conversations and you realize oh what i said kind of made her feel bad or um i i asked the wrong question and she closed out right because you you observe those things as you're conversing so it's it's really lived experience like you Mm -hmm. learn you learning as you go yeah and i feel like uh, the resources are there uh uh, the tools are there the books everything but again that's just a tool Mm -hmm. right what you what you do with it is what matters the most so i feel like yeah i I think the books are great I, i think uh different resources are good it's just a matter of you know seeing what applies to you because what applies to to your kids probably doesn't apply to our kids mm-hmm. or what applies to our oldest doesn't apply to our youngest, right? Because they're completely different. Um, so, so much. Yeah. So it's like you, you kind of have to figure out what works for you. Yeah. I do think though that um, with what we've learned, Alina is going to get the better version of us. Absolutely. And it sucks um, because, you know, it's not her fault. Why am I getting to write about it? But it's not her fault. Like Ellie's fault that we were just learning. Like we didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Alina gets to kind of like enjoy the fruit of all the sacrifice that <laughs> Ellie had to make in being the first. Yeah, well, that's that's true, and it's not because plus where we at financially. So many mm-hmm. aspects of our life no, is so I get, different. I get it, but I also feel like Ellie was able to see her parents grow. I right, so. because <laughs> no, even you know, she asked me yesterday. She was like, "Oh, did you really want a, a girl? You wanted a boy?" I said, "I want them both boys." Do I regret it? Absolutely not. You guys are the best thing that ever happened to me, besides your mother. And you know, to have these conversations with her, I feel like she realized that us as parents, as people in general, as as leaders in our community, as professionals, um, just as human beings in general she was able to see where we started, right? Because even the financial part of things, um, you know, I didn't <clears throat> have a whole bunch of sneakers here, by the way. I didn't have any sneakers back then. And, you know, I, I was like, listen, first I had to move out the Bronx, right? Buy the house. And then I could actually treat myself to buy me some sneakers, mm-hmm. right? That it cost more than what, you know, I'll pay max $50 for some sneakers. Now I pay more than 200 if I have to. I don't care. But again, yeah. she was able to see how we started and where we are now. And not only that, but she's able to see 
everything that we could bring to the table for Alina as well, right? And and not only that, but and she, her because she's I think she's enjoyed too. She enjoys everything. <laughs> the benefit. She, yeah, she enjoys everything. She loves the gifts. She, and again, this goes back to know what's going on in your kid's life, right? I talk to her all the time. I say, you want more sneakers, more clothes, whatever it is, give me good grades. Help on chores in the house. I'm not asking to do everything, right? Because we can't expect them to do everything. But get them responsibilities in the house because that's how they develop. When when they're independent, they're going to have to do it as well. Yep. Um, so I feel like, you know, you, you kind of have to consistently be getting information but also giving information back, right? Because if we don't give them info, they're not going to figure it out themselves. Mm-hmm. We're still trying to figure out stuff. Yeah. That's funny that you, she actually told you that yesterday because last week when she was doing my nails or two weeks ago, she mentioned like, um, you know, how she just realized that um, how much more we I could have probably done had I not chosen to like have her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, you know, I obviously reminded her that I don't regret having her. Like mm-hmm. abortion didn't even cross my mind, even though that was like the first thing the nurse presented presented to me at that time. Um but it it I guess it 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 comes to it comes to sh- like fruition like that they do see after some time what we do and she might not always say it and she might not always appreciate it when we do lay down but the they law. realize they they but, truly realize uh, but they see it yeah it's funny we I would had... ju- I just don't want her to like resent me later that's why I'm always like are we good like I always ask her how can I be a better mom like I'd be asking her random stuff sometimes because I never ask her. just don't want her you know as an adult she's gonna become independent and want to fly her wings and whatever but like I would love for her to like always want to come home whenever she can right like so, I, like, my fear is, like, oh, my God, I don't want her to resent me as she's older and stuff no, like that. But like, I'll, be so, I'll be so devastated. He yeah, but, will be like, oh, it's not your fault, but I would be devastated. But that's why we can't be <laughs> as strict either, right? Because then they go out of the house and then they go wild, wild west, right? And yeah. that's when they turn. It was like, listen, if you're going to do anything, do it while you're here, right? And, you know, if you whatever it is you're going to do, do it while you're here as much as I don't want to hear it. Say, mm-hmm. But remember, God is watching. Yeah. So your foundation is in God. So if if you're doing the things wrong based on what we believe in, right, because we give them what we believe in, then, you know, God is watching you. I don't have to see you. You know, I don't want you to be a different person outside. But it's funny because when I was in the cheer, um, what was it, last weekend? On Saturday. On Saturday, um, you know, they, they started, no, not this Saturday, one before. Um, they had, like, a break time, so they were, like, dancing and stuff like that. Just everybody. All, that was uh, this Saturday. I was with you the other weekend. I was alone. When this I Saturday. Went. Oh, so it was this Saturday. So when we were over there, they were all dancing and stuff like that. And I was like, man, afterwards when we call, she's talking and talking. I'm like, babe, like, it's crazy because I wish, like, when I was in your age, I would be able to just come with, with my friends and just, you know, dance and have a good time, eat popcorn, eat chips, mm-hmm. and just all, like, fellowship, very nice. And I'm I'm grateful that I'm able to put you in a situation that you can enjoy this stuff. So not that I'm trying to remind her all oh, because of me you're here, but I'm like, man, I wish I had what you have. Like, it's truly a blessing that you could just talk about this in the future as well. Yeah, and I think that's the also, like, the advantage or maybe the perk of parenting too is what you didn't get as a kid, you have the option and the choice to give it to yours, mm-hmm. right? So, like, a lot of the stuff that she's experienced, 
we didn't have that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, the little vacations we take, freak, you know, frequently or infrequently, no matter, you know. She's we asking me to go to Puerto Rico all the time. Um, you know, all these things that she has access to, we, you know, we didn't get to have. Mm-hmm. And um, it's nice to be able to live it through her, to see her enjoy it, right? Like how you said the last time, like, man, sometimes she'd be annoying me when she don't be doing stuff. But I like to see her happy. Like when you're seeing her playing her video games and she's just having a regular childhood. Yeah, I, like, yeah. yeah we, sometimes <laughs> we forget. We expect them to do everything. And I'm one. I'm guilty for that. I'm, I'm 100% guilty. Uh, um, sometimes we are because we expect them to do a lot of different things. But sometimes as teenagers, don't they don't want to do nothing. They want to sleep. They want to eat. They want to play video games. So granted, now she's a lot into video games. I don't mind it because when I was that age, I was all the time doing stuff with my friends yeah so it's like just let them be because later on they're gonna go to college they're gonna start they're gonna start working and that's it work 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 so unless she open her own business yeah which i'm encouraging her to do as well yeah and that's what i always tell her too i say you only have your youth for such a short time mm-hmm. being an adult is <laughs> forever so like yep. enjoy this part like with no strict responsibilities and stuff right so we did write some tips or some important things to know and i think one of the first things which is tied to what you were saying is um structures is important Mm -hmm. you have to set rules and limits the bible says train up a child in the way he should go and even when he's old he will not depart from it right so you and you know for us it's important for her to learn of god and love god Mm -hmm. and when she becomes older our faith is that she continues taking god wherever she goes with her um, and every other valuable moral thing that we we teach her now, and 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 you know you you need you need some structure, right? Because we can't live in disorder. Turn off the light when you get out the bathroom. Please don't leave it on. You know those type of stuff. All right, Elvis gets a little <laughs> anal. His pet peeve thing is like the lights off, right? But that also ties into what I told. Like I'm always I'm always like reminding Elvis, like yo. You know, when you were a kid, did you want to do laundry? Did you want to do dishes? No, this is not stuff we wanted to do. But also, realistically, these are stuff they're learning at this age to do. Yes. So I always tell them to cut some slack because developmentally, now at, at, at adolescence is when they start developing, maturing more that um the prefrontal lobe, right? Because the, the, the prefrontal part of your brain that doesn't really mature till early adulthood, so your early 20s. So it's now at her ages that she's starting to think more organized or logical and being able to regulate her emotions. All the things that we expect of her is that she's learning now. Yeah, I got to slow down on that. You know, you know? The, I, I like messing with her when it comes to that. But yeah, the other day she left the light in the basement on in her bathroom, and I went downstairs to check her, and then I text her, well, I text you. Because I was very upset. I was going to go. He gets like Hulk. Yeah, yeah, No, but I, I didn't do nothing. I know. Sometimes you just got to do nothing. <laughs> so I text her. I like messing with her anyway. I'm very disappointed. And she was like, she didn't answer. Yeah, so when I went to her to go see her and cheer, she was like all the way in the other side. And she went to me. She said, Papi, what happened that you were mad at me? I said, Go over there and kill it, man. I'm going to mess with your cheer. Go have a good time. It's crazy because I was just messing with her, but I was upset at the same time. But you don't want to affect anything that's going on around them because whatever we say or text or call, whatever it is, 
that sticks to them, yep. right? So, so before leaving to school is not the time to start correcting and reprimanding your kid because yep. that's going to set off their day. Yeah, it's even like your wife. Like the last conversation at night before you go to sleep, the conversation should be about <laughs> good things, not about bad things, okay? Let's talk about blessings, about abundance, about our vision, about good stuff, not about bad stuff, okay? I've been telling you always about random stuff and stories and stuff and cases and bad timing. And he's like, Ma, really? And I'm like, All right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like I just then I can't sleep. I'm thinking about this whole night. No, don't. There's a time and a place for everything. Yep. And I think tied to structure and limits is also noting that they're not always going to be happy with the decisions you make, right? As much as we try to explain and give a reason, there's certain things that we're going to do that they're not going to like. For example, if we're going to take the phone away, Ooh. it don't matter what explanation we're going to get. That's why I don't explain anymore. It's not something they're going to want you to do. Yeah. So, you know, we have to be okay with that sometimes they're not going to like it. When she was young, like a little younger, I used to be like, well, I guess I'm doing my job because I can't have you liking everything I say and do. <laughs> it's oh, like, I can't. <laughs> and she used to get like annoyed by that. But it's true. Like they're not always going to be happy with decisions we make, um, you know, and hopefully full circle comes, you know, when they're older, they're able to look back and say, wow, you know, mom really or dad was really looking out and protecting me. I'm sure they are. You know? Yeah, they're not going to admit it. They ain't going to call you or text you or send you a letter. They No, but no. I'm sure I'm sure they are. No. I think another thing that we got to do is listen and validate their feelings. Absolutely. I think that, um, well, I grew up a lot where it wasn't like your opinion as a kid really mattered. And I think now is it's important to for them to be heard because mm -hmm. they repress a lot of things if you don't allow them to share how they feel, right? And we're we're you know for everything before back then when you were younger everything with that for anything you said back, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And you know Ellie is very vocal, tends to you know advocate. She's a very she good for her mother. She's a very good advocate for herself. So sometimes I have to be like pump the brakes. Because yeah. sometimes she adv she advocates a little too much. But I also allow her to as long as she's not calling me out of my name, right? Like you're not saying something like, oh, you're a hypocrite, you're fake, this, or you're stupid. Like, don't call me out of my name. I'm your mom. Say what you need to say, the what you don't like, but without disrespect, you're calling us out of out, out of our names. And I think but I don't know. You got to have a balance in how much you're validating and listening because the generation now feels like a little too entitled. Well, but we that's another topic. No, too, we, we, we could agree to disagree. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're realistically, we're not going to agree to everything, right? We're not going to see eye to eye. So, you know, I put it that way. Yeah. You know, it's my house at the end of the day. So my rules and this is the way it is. Either you accept it or you don't. I mean, that may sound horrible. But I'm not trying to do anything against her, right? All we're trying to do is this is not something that we accept in this household based on our beliefs mm -hmm. and whatnot, our boundaries. Um, so, no. Yeah. Right? And another point, and I think we spoke about it a little earlier, is give yourself grace. One of, I think, the most challenging parts of being a parent is like what Elvis said earlier, that regardless of how you're feeling, regardless of what you're going through, 
physically, mentally, emotionally, you got to push through for those kids. Yeah. So give yourself grace when a, a little attitude might come out from your part. You might raise your voice one day or whatever because of everything that's happening externally that has nothing to do with the current situation. So give yourself grace with those times. Cause, yeah, you, know, you come. Sometimes I you come yell a little you too come much. Out, so I wasn't gonna throw no names, but sometimes this woman <laughs> next to me comes from work crazy, so many different stuff. Then she got to do whatever she has to do chores in the house, and then my little one. Oh, let me get chips. Let me get cracker with cheese. Let me get yeah, juice. With her let me most. get donuts. Let me get this. My little one. She demands for every mm. little snack within the household now. <laughs> yeah. So mama, mom probably just got home now, and right now she wants all of that and her nuggets. <laughs> I don't even and think of my cold or nothing. And no, no, no. Yeah, and she does it to you the most. So <laughs> thankfully. So and then this one, ah, I said, <laughs> babe, relax, right? Because it's like this morning I was trying to get her to gotta, go do her hair, gotta, and she's like just sitting there. I'm like, Alina, we have to go. And it's like you're never gonna scream at your kids because you are. But yeah. come on, listen, you only have one chance to have your four year old there. After that, they grow. You only have that one time where she want to sleep with you or she wants you to read her a book or she wants you to give her a hug or she wants you to wrap you up like a burrito. That's why I tell her I'm going to wrap you up like a burrito <laughs> or, or, or tell me a story or, or give me a kiss or give me a hug. Do not say no because then they grow and you don't get that back anymore, man. Yeah. I miss it so much with my oldest one and, and still now I obligate her to give me a kiss and a hug. Uh, she does but, a little bit more. She does, but Elena, <laughs> like... I mean, it's, it's, it's more now I value it so much because you don't have that after mm -hmm. a certain time frame. Or even if you have it now, look how big she is. I know. You know, she's your height. What are you height. trying to say? She's not as cute? No, it's not that. It's a little one. Wrap her up. And, you know, it, yeah. it's, a, it's just a different emotion, right? Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a not that one you love more than the other because that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you're only going to have one year for your four-year-old, one year for your five-year-old enjoy every year forget about the stress forget about the problems forget about your disagreement with your spouse uh, your significant other and try to just be understandable and be have that grace be in, and be in the moment yeah man yeah life is too short yeah and you know we model the behavior like you said also as well that's another point that we had you know what we do they're gonna see and do mm -hmm. right as much as we say, oh, do as I say, not as I do, that's not how it works. Yeah, that's not the way it works. You know, I, if, if I'm yelling, if I'm doing this, how can I expect to teach them to regulate their emotions, to stay calm in situations and not be reactive if I'm not yeah. being And that your example. kid should not have that control over you. If your kid does one thing and you flip all the time, yeah, then they're controlling you. Who's the adult? Is the kid the adult or you're the adult, right? Yeah. You have to talk to him. And I tell Alina all the time. I say, one second. Oh, you want it right now? One second. One second. You don't have to give it to them right away. I'm not saying give them everything. Or even when I wrap her up, I say, I'll wrap you up. Go hide. Right? Because it's not always like doing it at the moment. Because in the very early on age, you also want to teach them structure one way. Yeah, I think she's learning too now, like with the whole modeling, she's, she sees me like, she's always seeing us picking up something. Mm -hmm. So now she's like into like she picking pick up. up. She took so much pride yesterday in cleaning up the sala 
and leaving. She, she left cleaned it, it twice. And she left it like how we leave it. Like but she it, cleaned it twice. Yeah. yeah so, so it's good. They model your behavior. That makes me they so sad. Why? Because that means she's freaking growing. She's becoming independent. Yeah. But she, I think she took longer than Ellie to be independent. Regardless, that Ellie took a little very, bit longer, man. Was that, very... That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> people don't realize. And, and he definitely babies Ellie a lot. He does. Excuse me? <laughs> no, you know what? I, I wasn't able to enjoy one more than the other, right? Because I was always working with Elanis. Uh, now with Elena, I mean, I still work, but... Have so much more flexibility, right? Plus, and COVID. When COVID hit, we got to all be home. I'm a different person. Let's be honest. Yep. Uh, I'm a, I'm a different person. I, I was able to heal a lot of stuff that I had to heal in the past. I was able to grow a, as a father, as a man, as a husband, as a leader, as somebody that could do an impact within the community. So yeah, Elvis is a four point eight star father. Really? I can't give you the that high? I can't give you the you point. You the threes. <laughs> You're two point nine. The point. Yeah. I can't give you the point two only because you know then that would mean you're perfect and no one's yeah, perfect. Yeah. What do you mean I'm a three point nine? You already gave me my score, so let's continue. What? <laughs> I'm a five. I'm a four point eight as well. Let's let let's talk about we make the up. parenting for another episode. <laughs> we make up for the we make up for each other's points too. Okay. Who say you have a point too? <laughs> oh my Anyways, god. Anyways, and our last point was a Bible verse that I have found. Um, and it was let's end it a good note, guys. Yes, before we start rumbling. And it's uh, Colossians 3.21, and it's, it's in the Amplified Version. It says, Fathers, do not provoke or irritate or exasperate your children with demands that are trivial or unreasonable or humiliating or abusive, nor by favoritism or indifference. Treat them tenderly with loving kindness so they will not lose heart and become discouraged or unmotivated with their spirits broken. Amen. You know, may we not get stuck so much on the little things mm -hmm. and, and being kind to our kids. Let's not be unreasonable with them. Let's show them love so they don't lose heart and that their spirit isn't broken. And I think that there's a lot of kids. I just saw a statistic today. One in five children deal with mental health. And I thought that I think I thought that was very sad. You know, and, and it just made me think what what's going on. There's so much stuff research wise, whatever. I'm not going to get into all that. But what can we do as parents to help alleviate some of those little burdens that our children are having? Right. Some of the stress or some of the things they maybe you don't not know. talk about. Yeah. You don't know what they're going on a day by day in school. And I feel like when they come home, they should be the shelter where they feel love. They'll, they feel hurt. They feel seen. They have a presence. They mean something. And they feel motivation. If you don't vocalize that to them, right? I tell my daughter all the time, like, listen, you're beautiful. I love you. Uh, you can move forward. You could do a lot of things. You're smart. You know, what is it that you're going to do next, right? I'm always seeking what's going to be the next level for them. And if you don't speak that word of belief, of growth, of, of you got to speak to them of things that they can't even see in themselves yep. in a consistent basis. If you think they're going to forget the little things, I mean, this, that's so more, it's valuable for them. You got to remind them constantly. And, and 
Believe it or not, the more you do it, the more they're going to come to you for that word. They're not going to tell you, I need a word, Mm -hmm. but they're still going to go to you. They're probably going to go to you with their problems, with their drama. And all they're really seeking is, number one, to be seen. And number two, to hear the words that my mother or my father has for me. Yeah. And pray for your kids. You know, when all else fails, pray. Mm -hmm. Prayer has helped a lot for us. It has helped us stay connected to the Holy Spirit. I've been revealed a lot of things through prayer and the Holy Spirit has helped me in guiding, right? Whether he's used someone and said, I had a dream of this, check in with your kid about this, or whether he's told me, check this or do that. And, you know, we have been able to preserve our children's life because of prayer and covering them, right? When you get those little gut feelings, just pray over your kids and have faith that, that ultimately when when maybe we slack when maybe we don't well maybe what we don't see maybe what we can't do god can do and god is there he amen. sees amen good talk babe it was a good talk it had to be said and it was said take care guys